Talking rugby, telling stories, rugby picker. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Who cares? Who knows? Why bother? Testing, testing, testing. Fine wine. Oh, welcome back to. I'm your host, BT, along with my favorite co host, the triumvirate, Uncle Johnny, and Tommy No Picks. Hey, how you doing? Them dogs. <laughs> Them dogs. Mm. So, we got together almost a month ago on the eve of the home and away with Uruguay. And Tommy, unfortunately, the Eagles fell short. Oh, yeah. Got spanked on the away stretch and couldn't cover what was a slim three-point lead going into it. Didn't but cover that at all. Freaking ridiculous. Ridiculous that we didn't qualify? Uh, on all fronts, yeah, that we left ourselves a slim margin, that we didn't perform that second half and or that, that going into the halftime and Uruguay, I was like, dude. The away leg. The away leg. Oh, my good gracious. That was a month of it, ale. Yeah. Deal smell, man. Well, the APC, who are currently touring there, haven't had much other luck getting wins down in Montevideo. But if the U.S. in future years want to throw their stake up, they got to learn to win in these kind of hostile environments. Because, Johnny, we dove into the pools last episode. I told you I was horny for pool one just because we had that game with uh, the All Blacks in France. That's off the table. Uruguay got that spot. Um, pool one, what am I saying? Pool A. We know we use letters, <laughs> not numbers here in the World Cup. But now we're looking at America's two. It's going to be a home and away with Chile, who defeated the Canadians in their home and away. Canada, because they lost to us on the front end, is now done. They will not compete in the 2023 World Cup held in France. Johnny, as a guy who's been around the scene for quite a while, you know a lot more about Test rugby history than Tommy and I. What is the state of Canada right now? Oh, the Canuckskis are Dunsky. They don't have states. They have provinces. That's why he's on the show. (laughs) Yeah. Tommy from the rafters. Quite provincial. I think we got a visitor. Anyway. Who could it be? Who could it be? Pregnant pause. What up? What's up, Tyus? These are Coming back online, we are in a state where for the longest time, Canada was better than us. Now we've been better than them, but not qualifying is going to hurt. It's a little, little knife in the in the side, Tommy. Chile, is it possible that Chile is just that better of a team? I mean, should we be worried for this home and away coming up with that I believe is for America's two pool D. Don't quote me. I think we absolutely should be a little bit concerned, right? Like, I mean, I know it's what's our losing streak right now? It's, it's not like two or three. Well, we'll get to the All Blacks game. Well, yeah, but <laughs> okay, we won't count that, I guess. But we got to be favorites against Chile. However, there is a dynamic going on where. In North America, we haven't been getting better. Canada's in, in a rough state of affairs. And the U.S. hasn't been getting better at the rate 
that you would expect, hope for, want, or even be proud of at all. And yet, in South America, they have been getting better. They've been playing competitively. They have their league. They're, you know, Argentinians just raising the game as well has helped the rest of South America. So just slight, those little slight deltas, one way or the other, means straight parity and we got to be ready for Chile. Well, you're right. I mean, I didn't think about this, but they have a tier one country just sitting there locally who is shedding player talent around Slar, their professional league. Um, so knock on and then knock on popularity of the sport regionally, right? So yes. like they're very passionate culturally. So like, and then that that professional league down there, it's it's legit, um, and they'll show up for the game. But um, yeah, Canada, oof, oof, the first time ever not qualifying for the World Cup. Not to rub it in, I love Canadian friends, but um, <laughs> it's gonna be a dark. Um, Dark days for Canada. I see it as an opportunity for them, though, as a wake-up call. And really, um, with some of the bids coming in, especially for World Cup men's cycle coming up, which which won't be immediate and shouldn't be immediate, but I think the U.S. and Canada need to pair up. And if they want to get serious about bidding on the World Cup hosting and getting better as rugby-playing countries... This is the opportunity to really hunker down and invest. Now, John, I'm glad you introed us into the World Cup bids because before the big game in Washington, they made it official. It had been reported that we were going to bid on three World Cups. I guess if you go one for three as an MLB hitter, you know, you're a wild success. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, so, like, but we, do we know what we want? I'm just putting I, it out the shotgun. I approach. know, right? And we're like online dating at this point. But the 2027 World Cup would be a men's World Cup. 29 would be a women's World Cup on a bit of smaller scale, city-wise. And then 2031, we've talked about it. We blogged about it. Hashtag Operation 2031. That's the one I think we really want. But again, we're doubling it. We're tripling down to get these hosting rights. And John, you're right. Could we ride the momentum of this FIFA 2026 one that's already been guaranteed? The NFL fields, the college stadiums will be widened to accommodate soccer. Everything should be in line. Should. You Ross say should. Young and the USA Rugby higher-ups assembled in Washington, did a big, long interview. And, um, yeah, I no. hope we get the bid. Yeah, but that word should. That's, t- <laughs> That's the danger with, with what we see Just in the past. Fickle, yeah. fickle bitch. But I, I really do feel the target should be 2029 Women's World Cup. Host it, crush it. Already have an amazing product on the field with the Women's Eagles. We have the opportunity to make that a very good, solid tournament. Don't. Don't get confused about, hey, we can host this massive men's world cup and sell out all these football stadiums and do it like we're good. We don't know what we're doing yet as like we're not organized. So let's let's focus on really something realistic. Crush the 2029 World Cup. That should be our main focus. If we can get 2031, amazing to back that up on. And now we have a little, you know, lead up to that. And we've actually, like, vetted some of these things that are, are important details, like, with the yeah. field and Wombo, all that 29 crap. 
Realistically, though, if we crush 20... Realistically, though, if we crush 29, right, with the Women's World Cup, is that kind of like us proving that we could do that and then we might not get a like a men's world cup opportunity until like maybe like 2039 right. because then yeah. that's when the bidding is right. like before I mean, then do you like, think we're going to like do you think we're going to be that good until then like we want to 2035 would be great right but like it like is that enough time to like prove that we can crush it in 2029 and then like is is that too quick a turnaround no, to no. get twenty thirty five? They're gonna name them together now, so that's why I think the desperation. You know, it looks desperate bidding for three slots, but John, I think it's a bid for three. We really want two. We'll execute the two with the women's leading into the men's. I love the idea, boys. I'm on. I'm on this earth for a good time, not a long time. That sounds like a harpoism, but. I don't have time to wait for 2039, Tommy. Like, yeah. I, I need this now. Yeah. And you see what it's done as an impetus in other countries like Japan. Like, they invested so heavily in rugby. And their lead-up to the World Cup, everybody in the country got around it. Yeah. And we will, too. We got Gilly money now. <laughs> a decade. Think of hey, a Hey, we got to go bigger than Gilly. <laughs> we may have another Gilly in the future. But, Tommy, think of a decade's worth of work leading into this World Cup. Like, we could do it, 100%. I think we can smash it, but John, you are right, and like, let's hunker down and get our basics right and do it in 29, and then do it at scale in 31. 29 and 31, bang, bang, would be fantastic. We're in. All right, that was a lot of optimism for the two World Cups. (laughs) We'll we'll let you know when we see uh, the actual numbers on it. Release the numbers. Um, but we have to talk about the show us your books <laughs> anyway. we have to talk about the drubbing Tommy um, FedEx Field known for being one of the more um, what would you say John industrious stadiums in the NFL not in the good way like, industrial industrial yes <laughs> like, like it smells like it's old and smells like a, and, yeah, yeah. Like a great place to go watch event however they did host the All Blacks. The All Blacks got paid a lot of money. We got paid a little. We were able to kind of assemble. I'm hearing 40,000 tickets. Maybe not 40,000 asses and seats, but if they sold 40,000, they sold 40,000. And then we proceeded to get the 104 to 14. That's like if somebody, if your mom bought all your freaking candy bars that you were selling for the school fundraiser <laughs> 40,000 t- who bought those tickets that there's nobody in the that's ridiculous uh, a, a USA rugby show <laughs> <laughs> anyway no you yeah. watch the game give us your honest thoughts because yeah after reading more on twitter than actually yeah. spending time watching the game there's basically two camps well, here's yeah. I was about to bring up the woo 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 Twitter beef alert because um, there's a lot of arguments going on right now, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, like you said, there's two schools of thought. Um, basically, people want to like they think that having playing the best competition is going to be what's best for us to get better, and then other people are like, no, we should be playing Italy. We should be playing. Mexico, we should be playing all these other teams, right? So that we can actually get better. And I'm kind of on that the the latter side. Like John, you swing a tennis racket around, right? Like 
Do you mm. think you're going to get better at tennis playing Serena Williams? Like, oh yeah, no, absolutely not. You're not going to hit the ball. Oh yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> but like, I probably will get better. I will get inspired. Sure, to be better. Yeah, you could. I guess it's that's the argument. Humbled on Twitter, you're you're going to be humbled. You're going to get motivated. But is it productive? But also, are you also going to get like discouraged? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tommy, I always get discouraged on the rugby field. <laughs> I mean, some of these guys are just going to, you know, be able to say that they played against the All Blacks, right? And that they went toe-to-toe with these guys, with the legends of the game. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's like most things in life. It's both. It's not an and-or. Yeah. We should aspire to be able to play against the All Blacks, but we are clearly on no level playing field. Did you see... At all. Did you see the jersey exchange at the end of the game? I did not. I did not even stick around. There's some jersey exchange. It's a it's a tradition. I love the tradition, you know. But almost none of those the backs jerseys. They're not even. They'd have a fleck of dirt <laughs> on them. There's no. We didn't touch them. Yeah, it was bad. None of them got tackled. We didn't even touch them. We're, we're not in the same. We're not on the same level as that. And should we be playing teams that like the All Blacks? Like that's the that's the debate. Yes. And it's not even a test match. It's just a. It's an exhibition, right? Okay. Yeah. So, John, can we find a money grab? <laughs> Good point. That is gets the same pull. And again, what's going on with that split? You know, if the All Blacks are taking five sixths of the poll, you know, is their brand the one that's putting asses in seats, or is it like the Eagles in a big NFL stadium on a good fall weekend? If you don't have leverage in a negotiation like that, there's no way you're gonna be able to just yeah. pull more money. If you want to play the All Blacks, get your asses kicked and get some butts in seats and get some people to travel and. And, you know, do the whole marketing thing and build, like, the long game. You know, hey, we're producing this big, you know, we've, we've got the ability to We're trying to do hosts. Ireland, yeah, they canceled that. Obviously, there were COVID things with the Irish government not letting their fans, like, come straight back without quarantine. So there were other reasons for canceling that. Are you blaming, blaming the Irish government? No, Your I'm, heritage. I'm literally being, like, a shell for... A, a shrill for USA Rugby and using their excuse publicly. But shell. Yeah, shill. Okay, got it. It's not a shell or a shrill. A shill. <laughs> <The> shrill. <laughs> uh, no, it's it, it is. It, this is important. Like to have the back to backs, New Zealand and Ireland was kind of important, but it was ridiculously it was, it was stupidly ambitious to like have them back to back. And I imagine the player pool is pretty burnt out, right? If you have your best players going from when do we start training for the Canada home and away? End yeah. of summer? Like this is mid you know, we're talking about early November. So You're talking think, about people's livelihoods as well. Uh, like yeah. honestly like some of the best players in the world have are, are like Quade Cooper are making the decision about the team that pays them, their club and their country, club or country, right? Like, and you know that's that's hard as a U.S. player that can now actually like legitimately make some money. So 
Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good for the boys, right? They get played against the All Blacks. It's well, great. Bodie, Bodie mm. Barrett did a jersey change. <laughs> Who did he do that with? Who got an All Blacks jersey? Yeah. yeah. Did you see the back of his jersey? Was that uh, Matthias? Was it a wing? I think it was a winger. Okay, good for him. I don't and know. Bodie Barrett's jersey is pretty cool. But we'll have to move on from it. Again, Tommy, going back to the two camps, I see... This online crowd that's very supportive, you know, the boys played hard. And I always am in, don't yell at the players camp. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, Absolutely. You know, there's probably proud ex-Eagles that are like, this is bullshit. This is a fucking joke of a scoreline. What the fuck? So, I have sympathy for both sides. But, John, I hate the Twitter trolls who are like, that was pathetic. And then you click on it and it only takes two clicks to see... You got, you know, 50-year-old John, father of three rugby enthusiasts. He's some fucking contractor, like middle school coach, yelling at the players who are putting their heart and soul on the line online. You know, we, we uh, Tommy, we've always reported on the social media temperature out there. I'm seeing a lot more of these just pessimistic trolls just yeah. fucking gnawing away at people. But important to see the silver lining, like we did score our first try ever oh, yeah. against them. So Augsburger had the slim shady yeah. die job <laughs> and uh, stuck the shit out of Damian McKenzie's. That was so, impressive. I mean, even even if it was an accidental pick and go <laughs> where he got nudged. There was a set optimism on. I just don't think it came out the way it was on the chalk, and that's fine. You know, you just get guys flying around the field and set pieces, you're setting up gaps. Yeah, it was a good step. It was, um, it was nice to see Augsburger played really well. I mean, again, you've got to take some good things away from this, um, you know, some good individual performances. But we still lack that cohesive, like, what's our game plan? Yeah, and so yeah. individual performances have never been our problem. What's We've also been critical of the USA Rugby, like, big-time planning. We, if we want to be World Cup hosts, right, like, What's the game plan with scheduling tests next fall? Are we going to do another cash grab where we get thumped? Or are we going to sprinkle in smaller stadium tests? USA versus Mexico. USA versus Japan. USA versus Portugal. I I, I like what you're thinking about Portugal. I don't know. It just threw me me off a little bit. But I like it. But what I was just thinking is like, you also are money's tight. Let's be honest. Like... We're bringing these teams in to try to make money. We don't make money because the splits are bad. Why don't we save some money and travel to like Eastern Europe? Really? In the Romania, Germany, same. whatever. Like this kind of money goes a long way in these countries. You know, whatever. Just like go boom. Committee, contact Rugby Pickham. We'd be happy to sit <laughs> down and pencil in next fall's calendar. There is also a professional league happening. Including an Israeli Ooh, a team more. in Israel, and they're they have an Eastern European block. There's a Russian team. Uh, this is we have inside scoop on this. Actually, I know one of the co-owners of the team in Israel, and uh, this is happening now. Like they, there's a Tel Aviv team. They they are uh, there's some crazy kind of home and away into like. Siberia where like the Russian team pays for you to travel to them and like both ways we have so that they all the darks yeah I mean we'll take <laughs> we'll take Gilly's money or take the Garks money man <laughs> well, the, John, garks. the Garks the Garks <laughs> well the theme of talking about this World Cup qualification 
a European team who I actually have become a fan of because I just randomly got my hands on some of their kit. Spain rugby was fixing to qualify for Europe 2. Missed out doing an eligibility thing last year. And yeah. who snuck in by default? Russia. Right? <laughs> so maybe that was meant to I happen. don't think they roll their R's there, but that was good. It's, but I like it though. It's I'm different with the R's. It's kind of like when I speak Spanish and, take it. and I have an, an Italian <laughs> accent. But um, don't worry about it. Don't retake it. But, th- but this is good though because again, like on that point, we haven't said sleeping giant, but I heard it in whispers oh, via a carrier pigeon message that uh, the sleeping giants of rugby are actually in a giant coma. <laughs> These are harpoisms. Oh, we miss harpo. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, I, yeah a, I see the all I got an all cap email. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's actually got it, you know it's pretty. So while John pulls it up, for insightful. those listeners that don't know, Harpo is literally one of our oldest rugby pickup rider guys. He's the star of season one. Go back in the archives. Uh, back when the MLR was founded in 2018, we were recording every single week. Harpo was a mainstay. Um, but he goes to his alone zone, and his only communication he doesn't have a phone number. He doesn't text. He sends all caps emails. <laughs> Phenomenal. Stays up with USA Rugby. He, he just can't figure out how to get the caps log off, I think. But it's a, yeah, <laughs> I'm very passionate. That Thus, the caps. I think like he's got some good points here where... World Rugby should figure out the player welfare issues and uh, how to play the sport instead of, like, just all the law variations, like, constantly. So, like, the dizzying amount of, like, law variations instead of, you know, just getting to the crux of, like, player welfare. What do you see, Tom? Is this a Les Mis reference or is this... Anyway. Okay. (laughs) He's like, who am I? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so moving on to some MLR news. We have a certain front office that has been busy, Tommy. The Houston Sabercats. Ah, yes. Not only have they made some big signings, the social media interns, well, they have a new hashtag. Right. And we, on the show, Rugby Pick'em, we'd like to poke a little fun at hashtag tear it up, considering the field is erect when it got installed but Tommy we're moving on from tear it up we have hashtag big cat energy and they dropped that hashtag release with the drop <laughs> of Danny Barrett and Matai Leuta from the sevens team going taking their trade to Houston <laughs> Tommy are you feeling the big cat energy coming out of Houston so when I think about the hashtag big cat energy I think about big Lions lounging around. It's just it seems like a low energy type of type of thing. But, Laziness. Yeah, sure, sure. What's well, a derivative but, of big dick energy? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just hold these. BCE or BDE? What? Yeah. Which one? Either way, Houston. Uh, the front office has been busy. Tommy Heineke Meyer, the GM brought in from South Africa to clean up shop around there, has brought on his head coach and. You and I have tried to pronounce it multiple times, but I'll give you first crack on the show. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, they they signed Pote Human. <laughs> Excuse me? 
Poach Human is the the Sabercats' new coach. I believe, and I could be wrong, it's Pote Human. Human. Johnny, you want him a crack at it? Human. Lekabri. <laughs> so there's South African flair to this team, no doubt, right? GM and coach, both coming from the Blue Bulls organization. But John, Nick Boyer has re-signed an American who we love on the show. I love to hear that he's re-signed, not resigned. It's good. Uh, so, yeah. Good flow. And uh, Boyer's been just improving every game, every year. So I love to see it. And the last big cat energy signing we have coming from Houston, ladies and gentlemen, the fifth year returning starter, the pride of Guam, Zach Pangelinan. Oh, yeah, baby. Coming back to Houston to right the wrongs that have happened over the past couple years. He wants to be a part of a winning side. I love the move. Double down, stay at home, even though he's outlived. Three different organizations, <laughs> three coaching changes. Um, props to Zach and Johnny. I just I love the hashtag. I love the environment. Rugby Pickums put boots on the ground down there in the cat den. Tommy, I want this team to be good. I need it to be good. You're a big Houston Cats guy. I mean, you have been. Frankie Ruggs down there. Yeah, <laughs> he's married. I'll be back down there in December. No, I think um, I think they're gonna. Yeah. Bring a championship to Houston before that oil money dries up. There will be blood. Yes. My milkshake. Tommy, moving on. <laughs> USA women are in town ready for their fall tour and just playing some test footy, Johnny. Oi. USA versus Canada. Mate, border war. Monday at Infinity Park. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Uh, Carly Waters, friend of the show, told me buy ten tickets, get a, a discount. Yeah, it's a uh, twenty twenty dollar holler for individual tickets, ten at fifteen apiece. Either way, it's gonna be a great game. Uh, these two teams are just ready, right? So you're ramping up for the World Cup coming up next year, and. You know, border world rivalry. I, I was feeling really bullish that the lineups were great for the U.S. But look back at our last test matches in Chula Vista, 2019. This would be like November. And we played Canada twice there. Got really – we got beat up, honestly. It was like 19-0. It was like cool. something like 54. Or to 23, something like that. So we've got uh, Lady Vengeance on our side. And I'm really excited to see that. Infinity Park, Monday, the 1st. Friday, the 5th. Be there. Don't right. be square. Tell me, we're doubling down. Tell them what I got in the cart right now. I'm seeing about 10 tick- tickets. I almost said... Ten ticks. Ten, ten ticks. If you get ten, you get the discount. <laughs> but then they put a little three three dollar fifty charge on it, so the discount kind of disappears. But 
You know, a little bit. Yeah. I, I, you know me, Tommy. I'm 1850. Good. I'm supporting our girls. Yeah. Um, this is a really good team, and 6 o'clock is a tough ask for a Monday, but you'll see if you can get out of work early. Maybe you Tough ask? Early. What else are you doing on a – what are you kidding me? There's free – there's a, there's a live rugby on a Monday. You're going to sit there and just like on your couch. That's a better offer. <laughs> get out there. To the game, it's gonna be awesome. Like, there's honestly, like, we've got so many professional rugby players now on our women's Eagles side that um, I think the level of play is gonna be just ready. I love it, rugby pick'em. We're putting our money where our mouth is. We're getting three hundred dollars of tickets right now. If you hear this show, you live in Denver, you want to come to the game, but you're a cheapskate, hit me up. Uh, hit up Tommy on his TikTok. Just DM him directly. Oh yeah, yeah we got to talk Message about the any of the rugby channels. We got ten tickets that we're giving out to anybody because we're building the crowd. We're supporting our Lady Eagles. John, this is not going to be an easy win, and we're playing them again Friday. At so, me, I, at I, me. <laughs> find me in the club. You cash me out. Wears. Cash me outside. If you call the number, you're guaranteed a ticket. Here's the thing: seven two zero two five nine eight eight two five. And in the voicemail, just say, Tommy guaranteed me a ticket. Boom. <clears throat> Leave your number. Well, actually, it'll take your number automatically. Uh, Tommy, you're going to love this. I'm going to hit buy, and they're offering me uh, protect your purchase for $47. <laughs> uh, I think I'm good on that front. I have What's read the happen? privacy statement. We're placing the order, baby. Let's go, Lady Eagles. I think Monday wise. is supposed to be rainy, but... Jesus. Rain is shining. <laughs> it's Colorado. Right shit rolls over. It's going to change. It's gonna shit change. rolls over in a New York minute. John, we wanted to plug the XV Foundation. Right? Yes. For anybody the that fifth, wants to help. The 15 Foundation, a.k.a. the XV Foundation, because, you know, Roman numerals. Um, you can donate at any time to the XV Foundation. But if you like coffee, ruckinggood.com. They're going to donate 10 bucks for every coffee order. Uh, that you place to the XV Foundation. Gotta love it. You get coffee. They get support. Uh, the fundraising is huge. Um, these players are sacrificing not just their own time, but their time is money. So a lot of them are full-time professionals and now in rugby, but most of them are you know full-time professionals in their own careers. So help it out. Get yourself a little pick-me-up. Rockingood.com. No, I'm very excited for this game Monday. Um, it's going to be after a year and a half off, right? It's like a flag in the sand of where the girls are at. So um, we'll see. We'll see you at Infinity Park. Boom. And Tommy, to pivot to end the show. God, we're on fire today, boys. Really good conversation. We're going to come in under 35. Tommy, <laughs> give us an update. On the Rugby Pick'em TikTok page. That's right. We're unleashing the creative beast that is Tommy No Pick. <laughs> He's a phenomenal video editor. You know that because you saw Logan Collins' highlight reel. But Tommy's uh, he's taking his attention span in the TikTok space where you only really need 15 you seconds. Yeah, I was going to make a little crack He's taking his talents that. to uh, TikTok. TikTok. Sure, yeah. What's going uh, on, Tommy? Where can they find it? You just go to TikTok and you type in Rugby Pick'em, and then that's the page. It's It's got our logo and everything. So. I love the Jim Knox video. Yeah, the Jim Knox. That is my favorite one, too. 
<laughs> I've only got three out so far, but there's going to be more more talks to be ticked. There you go. You heard it here. Um, Johnny, as, as much as we've had so much rugby this fall, I saw a little snapshot of like the fall tests, and we got like six more weeks of Southern Hemisphere teams playing Northern Hemisphere teams. Just great matchups almost till early December. So again, the Thursday night invite in Inca, does it stand? Tommy's been the guy. He's been the guy reaching out saying, boys, are we recorded? You know, he's, <laughs> he's a tough guy to wrangle, but Tommy's been the stickler. As long as Quade Cooper is born again into himself and his body, he's fit as a fiddle, by the way, um, then I'm here, man. I'm just all in for it. Giddy up. Giddy up. Giddy up, horsey. Yep. Yeah. Skis are done skiing. They don't have states, they have provinces. Hunker down and invest. Everything should be in line. Should. No. We get the bit. Yeah, but that word should. That's (laughs) fickle, fickle bitch. But 2029, Women's World Cup. Host it, crush it. Already have an amazing product on the field with the women's eagles. Hunker down and invest. Oi. USA versus Canada. Mate, border war. Monday at Infinity Park. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Release the numbers. Show us your books. (laughs) Those little slight deltas, one way or the other, means straight parody and we gotta be ready for Chile. Like, John, you swing a tennis racket around, right? Like, do you think you're gonna get better at tennis playing Serena Williams? Like, oh yeah. No. I love to hear that he's re-signed, not resigned. It's good. I don't have time to wait for 2039, Tommy. Like, yeah. I-, I need this now. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, they they signed Poke Human. Excuse me. That was so. impressive. I mean, even, even if it was an accidental pick and go, <laughs> where he got nudged. There was a set optimism. I just don't think. Hunker down and invest. Know your role.